Come on, y'all. I thought you had a beer. I'm here. I'm here. Is there a greater song than that? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't um, know what it is like about that song. but Do, do we have any LSD? <laughs> no. But we were talking about it pre-recording, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Benno was surprised that we had never done acid before. It's, it's quite interesting, to be honest. Mm. Like, y- you guys are quite conspiracy-y type people. Yeah, I'm like that naturally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, okay. naturally we don't us. need drugs for so, that shit. This, this is an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. Ever since I started taking acid, I kind of let go of conspiracies. Right. Um, yeah, it's a, man, I can't believe that's actually <laughs> flipping me out because I'm talking to you guys as if it's a thing. Yeah. Right? And before I ever did acid, I like to call it LSD because acid sounds a fuckload worse, right? It does. Like when someone says, oh, yeah, I've done ketamine and stuff, that's what I feel like when... So, it would be the same thing, mm. right? I would never touch ketamine. I've never done cocaine. I've never snorted anything in my life. Um, <laughs> trying to think if I have. You trying to think if you have? I don't think I didn't snort cocaine. I might have like. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've done Why that would with. You That's like, how you do it. No, I've done that with Wiz or like MD. <laughs> right, just rub it on your MD. teeth. Well, the, the, no, no, you just lick it. Well, I guess the same it. as taking a tablet. A tablet's right. like yeah, but the first because I I can't swallow pills. Like I can't even take like oh, medicine yeah. like Panadol pills. You, you just go Ugh, and I was gag. I was given a pill at some uh, initiation for an old band, but I couldn't swallow the pill, so I chewed. it. Yeah, like yeah. I chewed it. Like it's kind of gross. So and then, you have to watch like it. the rest of the night, I'm just like grinding my teeth. Like, yeah. So that's that's yeah. In your eyes. That is what happens, man. Like, like that doesn't happen with proper MDMA. Like right. pure like stuff. And to be honest, I think I've only had that once, and you can tell the difference. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, the well, caps and if, things. That- if if I could get it. Like, if I knew people yeah. that were reputable, I'd probably yeah. do pure MDMA. That, that is really, like, important. Like, mm. see, like I said, I was not a drug-type person, and I'm not now. Um, I, I think I've got just that philosophy of use them maybe to move forward, like... Uh, Spiritually. So, yeah, mm. well, without being well. wanky or, like... <laughs> Uh, you know, emotionally and, you know, mentally and stuff, it can help yeah. if you're using it like that. But for using it for escapism on such a regular basis, I don't no. think that's a good it's idea. It's a slippery slope when you do it for that, re- yeah. for those reasons, yeah. But they can be extremely be- beneficial for oh, dude. Okay. just, like, expanding or uh, kind of skewing that angle that you usually view yeah. your life through. Yeah. And it's kind of giving you that... Um, kind of that objective perspective yeah. that you wouldn't have had so like yeah i mean and or you they, just freak out and have a panic attack <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. man see i always thought see there was that element of like immense fear and i also didn't like what drugs were doing to like the youth in general yeah. right because i mean they're all escaping and it's we've got a massive drug epidemic for the youth in wa mm. at the moment but, um, yeah, whenever I heard acid or mushrooms and things like that, I'd be like, fuck that. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, so I started antidepressants like two and a half years ago. I'm finally off them properly now, which is good. Like the first month, like just mm. recently was fucking horrible. What were you on? Uh, Lexapro. Lexapro. Right? right. So that was for like anti-anxiety and sleep aid type stuff. Mm. Um, 
and that was something that like was really difficult to stop but it wasn't as hard as like something like Pristique which I wasn't on for as long but that was fucked like see I, I always got taught that um, the best way to overcome like anxiety and uh, that sort of sleep stuff is just have a wank well, say no. Have a wank before bed. No, we'll say that's what. Such an idiot. I, no, it's true. Uh, no, no, but it, it is. It is true. It doesn't. Kill it doesn't work. Chronic. I have a wank and then I want to have another wank because it feels good. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't. <laughs> well, it doesn't it does help. Fit, does then, feel then, good. then I stay awake and then I'm like, uh, if it's cro- <laughs> like, I'm awake now, I might as well have another wank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if but, it's chronic depression, it's not going to help. No, see, so. to be honest though, I actually only have a wank now if I really need to get to sleep. Yeah. Um, now it, put, that it puts you out straight away. Yeah, yeah. So without going too far off track, and we'll get to that. Um, no, because it is it is a thing, right? Yeah. Um, but no, psychedelics in themselves, I always thought that I'd freak the fuck out and all this stuff because like there's those inner insecurities. You think I'm a loser or something. I'm just going to like be hell weird or whatever. But Lexapro in a weird way at that particular time in my life, I had a lot of like party goers around me and I was trying to embrace this whole Benno thing and like had like cool, beautiful, like... Yeah. indie type people always around and um i mean if anyone brought up drugs i'd still be laughing at the time and then i started taking lexapro and all of a sudden the fear of what would happen to me or how am i going to be just disappeared so the first time i ever did acid i started taking mushrooms i took it with like my girlfriend at the time that only lasted two weeks typical me at the time but she was like very like spiritual type person or whatever yeah. like much younger she was like 17 at the time i was yeah that's bad, probably why yeah, yeah. i was <laughs> at a bad state yeah but um you know so i did that with her and this other chick um and that was hell fun right mushrooms for like for the first time we walked up to like king's park and everything looked like a, kind of like a video game or it felt that way um, but and then I was just smashing mushrooms like any chance I could get. I was like, "This is fucking amazing, thank you." Um, but like the set, it's just like weird things. It's it's not so much when you look back at the memory of these things. It's not so much that it was so warped. It's just everything felt a different way. Like mm. so, when I first saw a tree on mushrooms, it was fucking mental. I was just like, "That is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life." What did it look like? It was a like now that I'm looking back in my memory, it was a fucking tree. It's a tree. <laughs> it's just a tree. But it just felt so much more beautiful. And so, you know how sometimes you can, it's just the way you feel about certain things. It changes mm. your perspective. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just looked more beautiful. Like when you look at these twinkly lights, they're quite beautiful to look at. Mm. Right. And it just did that about a tree. It just made it feel so much more profound or whatever. Mm. Um, but then a couple of weeks later, like after that, when I started doing a bit more research about these kind of things, I was like, look, I, I want to try acid because they were saying it's not very different. They're different in very interesting ways. So mushrooms, they will make you feel heaps more like earthy, spiritual kind of like connected it's weird right so i instantly became like a hippie overnight i started wearing like fucking tie-dye yeah literally <laughs> like, literally man overnight oh look mouse little mouse for you real see it? no oh it's a little cute mouse we really got, we got rats in we here got no it's a little mouse a little it was, mouse? i fucking love mice <laughs> are you man, tripping out right now? no dude i saved a little baby mouse the other day there are mice in here there's a mouse in here what yeah. in the room no yeah he he went towards the door we gotta get a cat in here did he go out of the door um no he went behind that blue thing 
yeah. shit. So it, cute. Anyway, go so on. Cute. I want yeah. a pet mouse anyway, so I'll catch him. Yeah, they're beautiful, man. Yeah. I saved yeah. this one mouse. I got chewed by the dog and it was dying, right? And I put it on a plate. It was a little baby mouse. And I will get back to the story. I've learned how to not go too <laughs> no, far that's off cool. track. <laughs> but um, I feel like this is going to be the main topic. And <laughs> we'll just keep deviating. Um, this little mouse and it got chewed by the dog. And I was like, it just wasn't moving on the carpet. So I picked him up. And her... I think. <laughs> I, I you, gave, you didn't pick it up by the tail and checked? Yeah, no, yeah, I gave no. it a, a female name. I forgot what it was, though, <laughs> that, which is so mean. But anyway, um, I put it on a plate, a white plate, and she was bleeding, right? And and was so in shock. And I was like, I tried to get, like, little pieces of banana, took it off the skin of a banana and, like, tried to feed it. It wasn't having that. Yeah. It was just like, I'm too fucking in shock, can't. Like, yeah. So I put some, like, uh, toilet paper to try and absorb some of the blood. And then I was like, fuck, that's going to be drawing out the blood from it. It's going to be feeling worse. <laughs> so I put, like, a little drop of water. Anyway, this poor mouse was not having life too well. So what I did in the end, I don't know if this is fucked up, but um, I went and got some, like, codeine. Right, and I got like a little needle and scraped it off the tablet just to make a little bit and mixed it with the water and I ate it so to get rid of its pain and it will knock it out and it will die, yeah. but it was going to die anyway. And then I put her, I made this little tiny bed and I've got this cool kind of like balcony thing with like all this fake grass on it. It looks like a little pop up festival, like how wanky, but I'm um, beautiful. I literally just saw it run past your feet. There you go. Holy fuck. Did you really? There's literally a mouse in here. There you go. Where? They're so it cute. just ran past the oh. salt lamp. Yeah, there you go, little mouse. That's um, creepy. Anyway, go on. It's a studio yeah. mouse. Um, and she we passed, she passed away in the in the sunlight at my favourite time of the day, which is the golden hour, like 5.30. Yeah. She passed away. I buried her. Um, forgotten her name. Um, it was like... Sad. Betty, Betty, or something. <laughs> Sandra. <laughs> it was some dumb name yeah. like that. Anyway, um, if we find this mouse, I'm calling him uh, Mr. Biggles. There you go. Mr. Biggles. Um, uh, but anyway, I was actually going to say, I, I have had mushrooms before. Okay. It was when I was working down at, in Bunbrick Groove in the Moo. Oh, there you go. Because uh, I was doing... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was doing the band riders there. And so, we went back because a mate of mine lives in Bunbury was sort of kind of over the road from where they have the Groove in the Moo Festival. Mm-hmm. And we went back there and he had made a pizza and he put some mushroom stuff on it. But I didn't... Didn't get anything from it. I think they're probably dead mushrooms. Well, see, yeah. Look, the mm. last time unless I unless because I went back to the festival. I went back to work afterwards when um, uh, Luke Steele was their band, uh, Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. They were playing. Well, that would and been I sick couldn't. T- I couldn't acid, tell dude. if I was tripping out or not because it was just Empire well, see, of the Sun, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually that's a yeah. weird thing. Sometimes you're always questioning: Am I seeing this because I'm tripping out? Yeah. Or or is this actually just spectacular? That's I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a difficult thing. So look, we'll go back. Um. So, mushrooms, yeah, they will make you feel, like, super spiritual pretty much overnight, like, if you have a decent trip. Um, But, you know, you'll just notice, like, the sparkle in the blacks of people's eyes and stuff, and it's just like, fuck, it's, like, quite beautiful. And it gives me, usually, like, this feeling of me being in, like, a mushroom fairy forest. But acid, on the other hand, is, like, digital as fuck. It's so weird. I remember one time, like, maybe the second time I ever did it, I was seeing JPEG artifacts on everything. Right. And, like, not not from, like, like a... glitches and pixelations well, well, and I stuff. I can see, like, you know, when a JPEG image is compressed, I was fully seeing it, like, and it's not, like, a hallucination type thing. It's just, like, your brain perceiving things in a different way. And it's yeah. interesting because, you know, digital stuff is a human creation anyway. So, I found that, like, really interesting. Mm. Um, but, yeah, acid, on the other hand, it 
will really make you like think about society like really differently or like just mm. how people are and the machine like it's like the matrix a little bit yeah. you know you start seeing them the world as a little bit more like the matrix for me personally mm. anyway but if you do it with a mate that you're good mates with like if you two did it together the first time i ever did it was with my mate the first time he ever did it too patrick right and we ended up doing it a lot <laughs> after that <laughs> like every two weeks which is when the tolerance goes down um but we went to a club night, like, in Mandra, like, Hooch, right? And that was so good. I didn't recognize Sam Ma. I, I was like, when it, when it first started kicking in, I was like... And nothing beats that first time, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was... Everything feels like you're in a fucking Hollywood movie. Right. Like, it is awesome. Like... Because people say they see tra- uh, trails and things like that. There's a lot of visual distortion. Yeah, yeah um, see, it's visual... Dis- spatial, like, awareness. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, so the rooms you're in and stuff is weird. Mm. You'll always feel like, like, if you're in a room, so, like, for example, now, if there were no one downstairs, like, which we know there are, you'd always feel like there's some, like, about five or six people outside the room, like, having ciggies and, like, r- ready to come in, even though there aren't. Yeah. That's a weird <laughs> thing. Like, Maybe uh, there are. That's, well, the, that's the SWAT team outside getting ready to bust <laughs> in. Yeah. Like, I mean, I was, yeah. at, I was at my house, like, chilling with my ex-girlfriend at the time or whatever and we like took sugar cubes for the first time wow and that that was like that feeling like just outside in the driveway i felt like there was some it, it feels like you're at a party when yeah. you're not mm. well i've heard people that take acid together say they'll like split up from the party they'll go their separate ways yeah but occasionally through throughout the night they'll catch oh. each other's eye yeah and they'll both be like yeah, <laughs> connected. Yeah, that does. There's happen. like a okay. hive consciousness mm. that yeah, develops absolutely. when you're on acid. So me and my, my friend Patrick, that like, pretty much any festival we go to now, we will take acid. Mm. Um, like I hate public stuff a lot anyway. Like I love entertaining or being funny and like trying to be that guy in the room that's like the party's here because Ben's yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's just part of my ego or whatever. But acid is really good for getting rid of that ego kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, that's why they call it acid. Well, why it dissolves well, the ego. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay, I will say I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, I thought it was just because it is an acid, the compound, and and everything. That, <laughs> <laughs> that too, yeah. But um, it also like di- it dissolves like the the foundations that that you think with. Oh, definitely, um, man. And it's weird that like everything legal. Inflates the Isn't ego. Isn't that interesting? Hey, like yeah, you look at coffee. Ro- you look at Roseanne now. She's mm. just on prescription medication. She's mm. fucked. It's like bath salts, man. And, mm. it's, and it's so sad to see. Yeah, you know? it, just, it steals your soul, man. Mm. And um, things like alcohol, uh, cigarettes, yeah. caffeine. It's weird that they are fine yeah. with that. But I find it funny. You, you said like if me and Daryl took it together, we'd have a good trip because I actually you I I dragged yourself no, no, no. laughing at first. I dragged Daryl down a bad trip on weed the other weekend. Oh mm. man, see, look, that's that's how bad. Just on weed, like that's do, how lightweight we are. We get bad trips on weed. Do you want, no, to, we'll do you want to explain what happened? Oh, oh well, so we yeah, uh, we we're out at Badlands for the Friday Thirteenth okay. gig. And I hadn't had any weed for like fucking eight months because I've been away for work and shit. See, yeah, and I thought, no, this is going to be a good night. I always said to myself, I need to be in a good headspace before I have some weed. Mm-hmm. And I was at Badlands, good crew, people that I knew, this is going to be good. So we had a doobie. And the whole night, I was, you know, felt that, you know, uplifting. I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good place. Mm-hmm. And slowly it just went. <laughs> yeah. 
and it just spun out of control. It Usually it takes just one yeah. thought. I, I, one yeah, I forgot thought. about. I had this subconscious thing in my mind yeah. that just came to the top and just turned the night upside yeah. down so yeah. badly yeah. that it actually projected onto Daryl and he got fucking all creeped out <laughs> as well. Well, see, that could have yeah. just been bad weed, man. It's like sometimes you, it's really- That's true too. Well, see, mm. what I think, like for me personally, and it's because of that fact, like I was saying before, weed is my only regret drug-wise, right? Yeah, right. But I did, when I was like 21, 22, I was like an all-day, everyday type stoner, which mm. both my brothers are at the moment. Um, but they're, they're like great guys, but I can also see that in a way being restricting. Um, I never had any anxieties or second-guessing of like myself and feeling comfortable. I never had any memory issues or motivational issues. Um, Till you smoked weed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Totally. No, no, no. I, I agree with that. Um, but how, how old were you when you first started smoking weed? 17. Yeah. Mm. I must have been about 15, I think. I was about 13, 14. Oh, you fucking terrible but I, I, it's If there's anything that I regret... Regret. 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 All of this is... <laughs> Why are we saying regret? Regret. <laughs> regret. I don't know. <laughs> My only regret about weed is that I probably had it too early. Yeah, 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 I'm the same. Because yeah, I think, I think it's it, yeah. fine in your thirties when your brain's like, yeah, like fully yeah. formed. It's that fully formed. You kind of know who you are. And see, I didn't do acid until mm. I was 25, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm happy with the drug use that I did do. Yeah. It's, I mean, when I was still like in the thick of it, I feel like my friends tried to reach out a, a few times. They were kind of like, dude, you're like a bit of a cock now. Yeah. And see, I didn't realize that. And a lot of people that are on drugs, you don't realize that kind of thing. But I see it now. But it didn't really do anything permanent, which I'm really happy about, especially yeah. with Dexies most of my life, man. I see people that do them for a year and they're just fucked, man. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I had it since I was really young. I understood the ins and outs and mm. you can stop lying to yourself about yeah. you know, the certain effects that it has. I feel like I unlocked a portal in my brain that was not quite mature enough to handle it so yeah. my my first experience on weed was really traumatic yeah okay i felt like i was in a movie and i couldn't get out and like things were playing out in front of me that i had no control over so yeah i'd move into a room and be like man what am i doing i don't i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah and it felt really like a bad lucid dream nightmare yeah. you know those bad lucid <laughs> dreams where you're like man i can't what if i'm kind of stuck here so like yeah. forever you, you, begin, you, you, you get yeah. that when you're really yeah. high you, <laughs> yeah. you start questioning and the first like, time you, you ever get too drunk as well yeah. you're what like, if how long is this going to last yeah I want to die I'm never going to drink again yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> no, definitely it's, it's more the what if I don't come back from this that's I've, okay. gone, I've gone too far that's, yeah, that's you know? what happened yeah. to me like the last two times when I greened out right <laughs> yeah. so the f- the first time man it was like a, it was a nice fat co- I think it was only like one cone right of like someone but it was pretty it was pretty strong I would say but I was used to that at that time um, but maybe I'd had a, like a little break for a couple of weeks or, and I was chilling with my ex at the time and I f- completely forgot who she was um, I didn't know who I was at the time and I just kept feeling like I was in hell, right? Mm. And the second time it happened, I knew what was going on. I was like, fuck, I'm going to green out. And I just tried to run to the bathroom. Mm. Bathroom? It's toilet. <laughs> and the, now the, the American... The, the water closet. <laughs> I tried to run to the bathroom. <laughs> and um, So I tried to run to the bathroom. <laughs> and I didn't make it out of my room, man. Vomited yeah. everywhere. And oh, just for like real? A tri- yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I'd just be vomiting for hours, just yeah. lying on the floor just, and then getting up. I get toilet. a weird sugar crash. 
Do you know when you like your lips go pale and you feel faint and you like you know when oh, you yeah. you haven't yeah, had enough sugar yeah, yeah, or yeah. you haven't eaten all day? Okay, I get that. Then I get like cold sweats. Oh yeah, the mm. cold and, sweats. And then I green out. Then I'm like, I've, I've got to lie down or something. I can't be in public. I remember what you were saying when like because when I had um <clears throat> the heroic dose of the um <laughs> the, heroic the, dose. the the cake the little um the brownie. Oh, that the ones that, that Brad made. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, I I wasn't thinking. I thought I had a brownie and it's a chocolate brownie. I was fucking this is this is nice. Yeah, I ate the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And watched a documentary on quantum entanglement, and then, <laughs> and then tried to go to bed, and I had a cold, like a sore throat and shit. Yeah, and I know, like, I got into that mindset, like, could this be permanent? Like, I knew that I was fucking high. I yeah. knew that I was freaking out. I'm like, what if I don't come back? Like, what if I don't turn? Isn't back that normal? weird? Like, how we've all had that oh. same thing. So when I grow up, I have that too. I'm like, yeah. I'm done. Like, yeah. this is me now. I'm permanently <laughs> retarded. <laughs> Like I've d- I've gone too far. I've cooked yeah, it, yeah, and like I'm yeah. fucked. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, you know. burnt you burnt the toast. Like yeah. it's gone way too far. So th- but yeah. here's the weird thing: you always come back. The next day, the next day, you're every just time. like, wow, that was every fun. Time. You're fine. <laughs> every time, there's nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's your own ego fucking with you. But what? Yeah. That's the lesson. Do you, do you find that it, you you feel a bit stronger after that? Yes. Like mentally, I and feel more refreshed physically. You just kind of yeah. like your body's. Almost been, been through something so yeah. traumatic, you've and you just like you survived. It's like yes, that's how yeah. I feel. DMT is going to be for me. Like yeah. I've put aside a time in the future to do that because I've heard a lot about it. And then my brothers are like, you know, because I'm trying to, I'm, I'm on the arse end now. I'm kind of done with recreational, you know, stuff. You know, I, yeah. I'll drink like now, like, but it's more in balance. Yeah. Um, because it used to be like it was very difficult for me to be in public and stuff. Um, just in general, you know, it's just mm. difficult. You know, everyone's full of shit. Um, so you may as well join in with those bullshit banters of like, hey, good to see you, mate. We should catch mm. up. And like, <laughs> yeah. you know, thinking everyone thinks you're great when you're just a tosser like everyone else in the same state. So yeah. that's difficult enough. But um, I, I think I will do t- DMT. My brothers have both done it. My dad's done it. And I think my granddad did before he died. Dad made him do yeah, it. you got some what, pretty what awesome you, relatives. So yeah. Like, what, what, what are you going to say to them? What do you mean? When you take DMT, what are you going to say to them? <laughs> mm. I that's, that's the thing. Yeah. See, I you- don't know. I'm terrified. Yeah. But to be honest, I was terrified of acid in the same sense. Yeah. Mm. So, it's just it's another one of those mental hurdles. Yeah. Just I going see, back to what you were literally about to say. Yeah, because I've heard like stories about DMT become mind-boggling and mm. about t- almost connecting with beings of some other kind yeah and yeah. it's funny like you think oh maybe it's just one person shift but almost every story i've heard different things yeah. people talk about being seeing and mm. talking to other these yeah. beings well, or something there's, there's a couple the that, there's three there's one that's a green fairy mm-hmm. and people think she's like gaia or mother earth okay. and then there's a second one that's a blue fairy okay and she's in charge of something else like emotions and stuff but a yeah. lot of people talk about these little black shadow looking um well, people like refer aliens. Like, they almost just say, no, "Well, no, they no. look like aliens." No, like little, uh, do you know, like the the seven dwarves. Yeah, like how they kind of walk in unison and they <sighs> sing. They reckon that, like collectively, hundreds, thousands of people talk about these little elves yeah. that are in this DMT trip, and they are like in charge of the the simulation. Mm. So they, you- they hold up this reality. That's where it gets strange. Is when. People like different people, un like unrelated in any way, different parts of the world and shit can have this same trip, yeah. Mm. Like almost seeing the same thing. That's where you start to think: is it something 
obviously not in their minds is there something in the drug and what is it in the yeah. drug like what mm. is okay. making this shit happen like so this is something that i feel like for a lot of drug people if they can't like acid did this to me it may like i've become a fuckload less religious and a fuckload less spiritual in a, in the weirdest way like because they're meant to do all that stuff to you and i was a very spiritual type person i feel mm. like i'm spiritual in some sense but it's beca- it's gone down to science now. Now I'm trying to pick apart like why we want to read into things a little bit more. And at the end of the day, it's it's a chemical reaction in your brain. So if like with acid and things like that, like I'm noticing certain things. But and at first with psychedelics, it does make you all of a sudden like be like physically like literally perceptive to this other realm. And I'm not saying that there aren't these multiple realities because scientifically it has to be a it has to be a thing mm-hmm. because for what we know like and just physics right the universe is infinite like and time and everything is infinite it is going and it's not going like like mm. at the quickest strobe at the speed yeah, yeah, of infinity yeah. right but these f- things they 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 are chemical reactions so there must be something built into it, it fucks, oh, yeah. yeah. It, it fucks with our um, what we like the laws that are built in us from a young age. Mm. So it must be some. It's like connecting with the underlying structure that's built into every single. In the exact same way yeah, that we mind, green out, like, thinking, "Will this last forever?" Some similar thing is hitting the same thing. Whether we all know that a green stoplight is green, like that chemical may fuck with some certain law in our head and give us some different outcome. So, mm. I don't... I truly don't believe that we are seeing other beings. It's in our imagination. It is mm. a lucid dream. And for the most part, what... Typically, what are you going to expect, right? So, I've never done DMT. I've never read too much into the stories. But I'd expect that I'm going to see some religious figures because that's all I know, right? Mm. Some divine beings. I'd expect that I'd be at some like really high fucking mountain or something overlooking some mm. vast uh, plane uh, with like lights and colours and things. And then like these people will somehow talk to me in some language I don't understand, but I'll feel like I understand it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Th- that's what I'm envisioning is going to happen. Yeah. But my brothers, they said to, like probably very similar things i don't know like one said he can see all the energy going up in a tree and it's mm. probably true to a certain mm. degree um a lot of people say geometric shapes like yeah. you know like grids appearing you know the end of lateralis by tool you know that video no um where it's like you know alex gray yeah, yeah. that artwork well the porn star <laughs> yeah, no, not Sasha. No, no, Sasha no. Gray. No, there's no, there's, there's Alex, Gray? And Alex Gray. Oh, fuck God, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. What the I've, fuck? I've got her on Instagram and Twitter. And oh no way. Fuck. Here yeah, I am trying to be and deep. On my, and you're um, talking about no yeah, Chrome see, history browser. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Man, yeah. it's funny though. Yeah. Ever since I've started Dexies and Lexapro and stuff, I don't watch porn anymore, and I only wank if it's like one week, and I know that I'll probably have mm. a wet dream if I don't. Yeah, and um, well, that's yeah. it's so, it's it's so it sounds so lame to talk about masturbation that way, but the it, I think porn is bad, man. It is well because it, it is in the long run. Yeah, in the long run, yes. Yeah, in the short term, it's probably okay. If yeah, you rub one out. Every I, now I again, prefer now to like if I do need a wank, mm. I'll use my imagination on some chick that I think's yeah. super hot. The problem is the chase for dopamine because yeah. what you're doing is mm-hmm. you want immediate satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, I don't even feel horny. 
Yeah. But I'm just go- I'm like my hand just starts <laughs> your hand goes into your pants. Just like <laughs> yeah. no, but it's like a muscle memory where you're like, man, I have got a spare moment. I'll rub one out. Yeah. You know, and you're like, wait, mm. I'm I don't even need to do this. I'm yeah. not even actually horny. Yeah. See, I or, I've my libido like, and it's probably from porn and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I am on Dexys and stuff, it's pure dopamine rushes, right? So I quit Dexys and Lexapro at the same time. So that was something that was giving me serotonin. Um. And like, which is contentment, I guess, overall, right? And then something that's giving me rewards for nothing. So yeah. that was really difficult to stop both at once. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's like now I don't seem to chase that dopamine. I, I don't eat cheeses and stuff. So people that <laughs> yeah. like, well, see, they release dopamine in your brain. Mm, absolutely, cheese is cheese actually one of the best things to have before bed. If you want wicked dreams and you want to remember your dreams, you eat cheese and chocolate. Yeah. Fuck, I'd like some I'll actually grab See? a block of cheese. I'll cut off a whole block of cheese and just munch that down before Interestingly, going to bed. if I would take Dexys before I'd go to sleep, I'd have a similar thing. So it's yeah. dopamine, you know? Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I think like porn I, that may be why I don't really have a libido now. And for the first time actually in my life where like I've gone through all these changes and all this acid and stuff and now I've come off antidepressants like properly and I'm not on amphetamines mm. and I'm not excessively drinking all the time and stuff like that i feel very clear i just don't have a libido now but usually i'd always be very very hungry for the company of other people specifically mm. girls like whether mm. like and it never was necessarily sex unless i was on dexies okay so i'm hearing a phone um, if you that, can drop the that might the be yours because it's music, close to the unit no the music channels yeah that's oh. what it is sorry there we go yeah. um yeah. Yeah, so it's really interesting. It may be porn. But see, mm. like, porn isn't firing it off for me anymore. Mm. See, I, I can't talk about that because I opened up my phone the other day and my Chrome browser had 26 tabs open. 15 of them were Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that does happen. No, that's man. true. It's bit, and like, I think, like, five of them were Alex Gray as well. Yeah, well, there you go. Like, she was great, like, about a year and a half ago. Who the fuck me. is Alex yeah, Gray? Alex. Oh, is she's it a girl? Beautiful. She's beautiful. But, you no, know. it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I got, like, five. I've got five Alex <laughs> Alexander Gray. Alexander Gray. <laughs> Alexander Gray. <laughs> um, there you go. Okay. There we go. Alex Gray. Oh, what a little fucking... Yeah, she's pretty hot, man. Yeah. Um, you know, but see, when you're in that dopamine fucking thing, you go yeah. to the most grotesque and deep kind of stuff. And, 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 and like to... you want more and more and you end up with 20 tabs. But see, that would only happen yeah. to me if I was on Dexy. You have to go to the toilet yeah. now. I don't watch porn otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, but see, yeah. Like, I just don't, and it doesn't trigger me either. So I'm feeling oddly really asexual at the moment. But mm. at the same time, my friends always have told me because I end up with kind of like turbulent relationships, you know? And yeah. I feel like that's where I was in a stage in my life where that's what I was attracting. Yeah. You know? And that was my comfort zone. And, and I'm being happy on my own mm. in that sense, which is what my friends always said that I should give a shot. I have a big issue with being obsessive in relationships. Yeah, see, yeah. it's really difficult sometimes because... Because I am that person with everything that I love. Yeah. Like, I get really obsessive. Yeah. But it's fucking unhealthy. Well, you can't go into a relationship, like, uh, obsessive. Well, exactly. I'd, I'd, yes and no. It depends on the person who you're yeah. in a relationship with. Well, like, so, yeah. some Some people, True. like, almost enjoy it sort of obsessive. It's kind of like a bit of an... What I say? Like an ego thing. Yeah. Where to for them to think that there's someone that's so... Yeah. ...involved... 
So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but it's unhealthy for the person that's obsessing. I think well, because it, you're you're placing happiness in a person. Yeah, that's yeah, very dangerous. Ex- exactly right. Yeah. So I feel like look, relationships. There's no denying it, right? I for my uh, understanding of what a, a relationship should be. Um, I mean, obviously, different relationships work for different people. I see true love in fucking absolute meth heads at the train station. Yeah. And it's just like, how the fuck? Like, they're never separating. They would never cheat on each other. They're just like this couple. That's like weird true love, right? You'll see it sometimes. I don't yeah. know. You see those weird Darrow couples. The guy's like 35 riding a push bike. And the girl's just like, come on. Oh, you gone too fast, cunt. You know, like, <laughs> you know, that it's weird. You see like this weird true love, right? Yeah. And it just depends on... On where you're at in life, right? So for me, my relationships were my comfort zone. They were everything to me, right? Um, but it stopped me from developing myself. And I feel like it, your relationship should complement your already well-founded uh, life yeah, lifestyle, you know? Mm. Um, and they should definitely help, like, help you grow. Um, but see, if you if you're too early on, you do get obsessive, which I I do as well, man. It's like if if I have an argument or I feel like I'm breaking up or we have broken up, I literally cannot sleep. I'm just mm. up for days, like with this hole in my mm. chest. Yeah. It's like, are they texting someone else? Like, what's going on? Then he's stalking <laughs> all their stuff. Get so yeah. irrational. Oh, yeah, absolutely, that, man. Yeah. Especially with Dexies, it's fucked. Yeah. Like you start thinking <laughs> of everything, and then you'll like you shouldn't message him, and then you'll message him a fucking like. Well, that yeah. that's kind of what sparked uh, my paranoid delusion. <laughs> um, the the other week was that yeah. kind of yeah, but yeah. I mean like I I I'll admit I have we me and my partner have a very healthy sexual relationship yeah, yeah. but I still find myself open up porn having a bat. Yeah. yeah, but say like, and that's, that's, well, I don't know if that's a good thing no, or a bad no, thing. But that, yeah. that's completely normal, and she'd probably yeah. do the same thing. You know, like it just yeah. like it. It's a it's a different experience though. Like a good love sex is dope as shit. Like I miss those times. You know, mm. probably even with my first girlfriend, when I was really young. It's just like I hate it now, and she's real ugly to me now. Like <laughs> not my style, but um, like good luck to her. But like you know, like we're almost <laughs> crying at some emotional spiritual thing yeah right that's dope right um but you know sometimes if it's not really that good like that you know having a wank sometimes is better (laughs) yeah you know less drama and crying yeah or more crying depending (laughs) on how you wank yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's something that i struggled with as well yeah but um but you're right i think you should be you know kind of at a good place and then you attract the right person it just happens i think the the best relationships are when you feel like you've had no control over how it came about yeah i love those i i now like before especially in like my last kind of period right so i never really had sex with many people when i was you know 24 or something the benno shit yeah i'd love one thank you um the benno shit like happened all of a sudden i felt real good about myself i was smashing dexies again i was egotistical as fuck i was looking gorgeous (laughs) But, um, you know, had the long hair and all of a sudden, like, because for some reason, chicks just love long hair. It's this fucking thing at the moment. Skinny, really? <laughs> skinny guys with long hair, man, and a mm. bit of, a, and like chuck on some general pants shit. And they're just like, oh, my God, like, it's so, <laughs> so funny. And now, like, when I put on the weight and I cut my hair off, all of a sudden, the same people are just like, oh, good to see you, buddy. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird. Mm. And, yeah. um, but, you know, when I, at that particular time when all of a sudden I was trying to have sex with more people because I thought it was a cool thing, you know, and I looked up to one of my friends, like, who that was, like, his thing, you know, and he was, like, real cool about it and everything. Yeah. Um, 
I came at, like to this realization. I was like, man, the best relationship should start off with, like good sex. Like why wait and all that kind of stuff. But now I'm in that mindset now of it should happen naturally. And I think for for me, it's like very awkward though. You know, like sex mm. is quite. Uh, I think when you know someone for yeah. ages and then like it comes down to sex and it's been built up too long so yeah. like, I, I lose my <laughs> erection like instantly yeah. you know and you it's I, mean, I, I, I get yeah. oh I don't know if I should tell the story you get gun shy because there's mean, too much pressure well absolutely that's what it, that's, that's what happened to me uh, me and my partner we had known each other for such a long time and I'd sort of built that idea off my head the first time we got together it, it, it's gonna be it, fireworks it, yeah fireworks it, it, it was Man, not it was it, not if you, if you want me to sit there it, and it, lick it took a, ages, that's fine it, it, but then they're like a bit of, um, then they're like oh fuck uh, me and it's just like um you know i actually oh no i feel a bit sick or something but well, you know in your head you know in you your know, head you know when you're like yeah, yeah nah you, you just wait you just wait but really you're trying to get hot <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Just give me five minutes. Just give me five minutes. Yeah. Give me five like minutes. The, the, the excuses that you come up with on top of it yeah. as to why this isn't working, I they're know. gorgeous. But really, they're you're freaking gorgeous. out because you love them. You love them. You love them. That's why the pressure's on. Oh, yeah. That's why you can't get it up. Because, the, and you want to be the best you can but be. But that's like, the thing, because sex is actually a very important thing in like, it, a relationship. It, it is. Like, of course. It like, is. You, could, you could like love someone's personality so much. But if they suck in bed, then it's kind of like, well... No, yeah, if there's yeah. no connection, there's no chemistry. And yeah. It's, it's not, yeah, it's not necessarily, like, because, look, sometimes when I've had good chemistry, man, I feel like I'm the best fuck in the world. And I'm sure you guys would feel that same way as well. I but am the best fuck in the well, world. Well, see, there you go, right? I'm definitely not. <laughs> well, no, but see, but see, when the when the chemistry isn't that good, I have been genuinely fucking horrible to the point like I'd, I won't come. I'll probably lose my erection. I just feel so embarrassed, and I just pretend I'm really tired. Yeah. And it's, it's they're, they're beautiful or whatever. Love them as people and stuff, but the chemistry just isn't there. Or I'm feeling like I'm forcing something that like I shouldn't. Like it's like I feel like I should be having sex for the sake of it. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I, I truly believe. I hope that they say that the most. Uh, uh, statistically, the best relationships that last and the longest marriages are partnerships in business. So if it's like a husband and wife doing some, I don't know, candle making business, like anything, like you know, that's a typical low end, like yeah. uh, self employed kind of family business. Um, they usually work out, which makes a lot of sense because your goals are are, are aligned. Yeah, I find that when you're when you're arguing about things that aren't you know, what to paint the child's room or, like, mm. w- where to, like, put your money. That's that's probably more healthy kind of arguments. But if you're arguing over how that other person made you feel in a certain situation, mm. like, I mean, look, there's some leeway, but it's kind of like that's as hard as it is to let go sometimes, and it is fucking hard, right? Um, that someone just killed themselves because I heard that. <laughs> what was um, that? For those listeners, there was some big vibration. I'm pretty sure it was a gunshot sound. <laughs> um, no, it is re- it is difficult, but you shouldn't be arguing over how someone made you feel. And for mm. me, it's really important mm. that I feel like I'm with my family mm. when I'm with the my partner. Yeah. And um, how are you going, sir? Holy oh, crap! Holy shit! How you doing, man? Oh, Print yeah. on. Life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Benny, uh, Benno, this is Brendan. How you going, Brendon? Brendan? How you doing, man? How you doing, Brendan? There's actually a mic there if you want to. Yeah. yeah. Just sit down. All right. The only, it might be a bit weird because you won't have headphones, so like you'll have to hear what we're... Oh, you can hear? We, we can find Is it Brendan? Brendan? Is it? Brendan. Yeah, it's Brendan. Yeah. Does Brendan want to sit here? I can go over there. No, man. That's like, all right. We'll swap in a sec. You want to get out, 
out from where that big like divot is there like what? It's like there's more room over here if you get me. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, if you stand up, you're going to smack your head. Do you know what I mean? And if I go over there, oh, yeah, I'm, exactly. on to you. I'm on to you, man. Like, You're I, taller, though, so you'll be fucked. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, I'll, come, I'll come give everyone a fist bump first. Fuck yeah. No worries, mate. Brendan's actually, he's been on the, um, hey, the podcast before as well. Good seeing you, man. Nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> he's, it, Brendan's never seen this setup with the cameras, have you? Not with the No, cameras. you were you you popped in at the hen house, didn't you? Yeah, I was I was in the hen house and I've been here before but not done a podcast. That's yeah, we did, man. We did all that stuff. <laughs> are, we, are we recording right now? Yeah, yeah. we're recording oh, right yeah. now. You just interrupted the show, man. No, 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 no we're kidding, we're kidding. I was talking to the guys downstairs in that um like post post grungy post Who shot themselves? Post- <laughs> <laughs> no, well, no, we heard the door slam, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah, wicked, man. Um, for people that don't know, it's your birthday when this comes out. Yeah, well, maybe. If Happy I get birthday, time. Johnny. Yeah, getting fucking old. How old are you turning? Uh, 27. 27. Uh, now, how nah, old are you? How th- old? 34. Fuck, man. Uh, yeah, fucking how, old. You're older as well. You're like 30 now. <laughs> I'm like 32. Fuck off. Yeah. Mm. Man, we're, we're all pretty youthful. <laughs> You know, well, you can't tell with Asians. Well, how, they just, they just, yeah, they yeah. just all blend, yeah, man. How old, <laughs> how old are you, man? I'm, I'm 27. Oh well, shut the front door, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Why? How old do you think I was? No, no, just because you're all like, yeah, yeah, we're all pretty youthful, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, like, you're pretty youthful. Yeah, no, like, man, see, that always blows yeah. my mind because I always think that you're like my age. You know? Oh, for real? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like, when I, was, I first met you, how the fuck did we first meet? It was Carl Fox. Really? Yeah, man. That's how we first met? Yeah, because I went to SAE. Oh, and that's when you met Carl. Yeah. And then you... It was Good Little Fox and you were yeah. drumming. Yeah. Um, I, need, I need to... You had like some mate. I don't, it could have been him. I don't know. But Why? you had another mate that was always clad in uh, leather. Because you're going to have to get back on it. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's all good. I think I, I might know, know who that is. I can't remember. I don't know. But you used to always rock Sweet. around with him. He was another cool bloke. You know? Yeah. Another cool bloke. And you'd always like just rock up to gigs or amps or whatever. I'd be like, Dad, how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a while. But then you were in Blood and then you were in Tim and John mm-hmm. for a bit. That was weird. That was weird. It was so surreal being on stage with you. Oh yeah, at, at Parkland. Yeah, I know. Remember it that? was that was ridiculous though. Yeah. Like, but to be, like, you know, to my credit, yeah, I can't believe I fucking pulled that together in two weeks. Yeah, even down to getting Jaylan because I didn't like, have lyrics. We had eight people in the fucking band. It was right? nine. It was nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. nine. Um, what are you guys like Slipknot or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, like I think I was like inspired a little bit by Browhorn. Um, because like they the, they had a lot like Nick Owen man like that was a great band but they had a lot of people on stage and I was like yeah, yeah. I could do that fuck no man yeah. like it was difficult but um, then they consolidated they kind of halved the band yeah right? the and funnily enough I, I'm pretty sure on Blood's last gig right yeah. Nick Owen did a review of Blood and he ripped the shit out of us and see I didn't know and we worked together at Apple and one day he come up and he's like yeah hey man I'm Nick whatever I'm like cool cool like, he's like yeah I play in the Brown I was like no way I, I used to do this band called Blood but like yeah he's like oh yeah cool and then like, we used to hang out sometimes because like, like he'd DJ or whatever we'd go to the Avery after work yeah. and he'd come up to me man and he was like and I love this like, he comes up he's like man look you're actually a good bloke um, I'm really sorry but I have to admit something I did a review one time of Blood 
uh, good vibrations and I was being an absolute asshole and I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> and I look back at it, I don't think it's that bad, but at yeah. the time I was like, this kind of hates me. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it sucks, man. Have you guys gotten any bad reviews? No, but he's a great guy. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I've had like horrible reviews. Like, mostly the, the worst reviews I find are from like just random people online, you know, those self appointed like reviewers and stuff. Yeah. And they just like, do you remember there, there used to be this website called, um, uh, sign me to Roadrunner Records. So, like, a couple of years ago, they tried that to... Sounds so desperate. Very, spe- <laughs> yeah, yeah, very, very specific. specific. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because... So, what it was, was, like, it was sort of like... It was supposed to be, like, a, a, a social media platform for, like, bands. So, you'd start a profile and you'd have to sign in. And, like, you'd be, like, linked up with everyone else on Sign Me to Roadrunner Records. And the idea being that, like, all these metal artists and heavy, you know, heavy artists would, would sign up, do their own profile, upload their music... And then they'd get reviewed by the other people on the platform and stuff. So, like, other bands and there was, like... You could either sign up as an artist or an A&R person who worked at Roadrunner or or as a fan, right? So, the worst reviews you'd get would be from, like, fans in quotations and stuff. And, like... Right. One one guy, like, just ripped into... It might not have been on this site, but I, I remember it vividly because one guy basically... Like just ripped into the whole band, was saying that that we were uh, like our, the solos were out of key. It was just terrible. We were like a the my vocals were like a shitty hate breed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but it gets worse. And then he was like, "I hope your vocalist gets throat cancer and dies." Whoa! And like, like I'd read like shitty reviews before that, right? And this was for our first album, Eleven Past. And like, you know, it's not the greatest. It's it's all right. The songs are okay, but the recordings and the performances weren't the greatest. If I'm hundred percent honest. And but you know you're reading all these reviews and you sort of take it to heart. But the day I read that review, I hope your vocalist gets throat cancer and dies. It was sort of like it sort of like just broke it all for me because it was just like who gives a fuck? Where, like where do you know what I mean? It was just so over the top ridiculous yeah, that it was like yeah. I just stopped paying attention to it all. So I was like whatever, yeah. man. Because we got some positive reviews as well. And we had uh, Monty Connor from um, Roadrunner Records actually reviewed our shit. Gave it a sort of middle of the range. He liked our name. He liked the name All This Filth, but... Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. That was the worst review I've ever had. Like, I hope the vocalist gets throat cancer and dies. (laughs) But since then, it's like, nobody can say anything worse than that. It's like, who gives a shit, you know? It desensitizes you you in a way. That's what I'm saying. When it broke it, it was just like, well, nobody can say anything worse than that. And from now on, like every time I get a bad review, I'm like, eh, whatever. At least he didn't tell me to get throat cancer. The question is, did you get throat cancer and are you about to die? Um, not as far as I know. But well, I'm he's not a the prophet. Doctor. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was years ago. This is years. We've, we've done like another release since then and we've got another one on the way. So Beautiful. You know, so. I whatever. haven't released a song in 10 years. <laughs> oh, well, it's all good. You know, I'm still going through all the met, met like you know some I was saying this to someone the other day like it was a chick that's in a metal band yeah. who I always try and hit up because I think she's cute but yeah. you know it's like <gasps> they, it? they, they I'm not saying okay. but anyway oh, no us. that's weird but okay, anyway yeah, how, weird. Anyway, how is it weird no but see like see that's the thing it's like okay we all to get, like someone all, no but see like I like a lot of people randomly you yeah. know it, it's I don't know but anyway <laughs> I, I in the end um like I came to this conclusion it's like if you're going to be like a musician that does well, you know, the, the whole package isn't necessarily like the look and all that stuff, although it is important, um, decent logo and like decent team, but it's you've got to equally practice your mental uh, skills, like your personal skills, um, just as 
just as important as learning your instrument or your craft, you know, mm. in, in that scene. Um, like, you know, because you might be a perfectionist or you might be shit and not know it. So uh, having that ability to learn, mm. you know, and adapt and things like that are equally just as important as the instruments and the music itself. Yeah. So, you know? yeah, like, like resilience, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, you, you basically there are a lot of that. things, man. There yeah. are a lot of things to take into account, um, you know... It, with who you are as a person that that's why when you look at certain artists like Bowie or you know or Michael Jackson or something they've there are certain um, skills that they have in who they are as a person it makes them infinitely more interesting yeah and that's because they have these set of skills that like when it comes down to it we wish that we had those as well mm. you know but we all have our own set of skills that we need to learn so it's like really important to look into who you are and take some of the things of like who you were as a child before everyone come in and fucked you up over high school years yeah. you know and yeah that's what I always find it's like equally as important to learn to get through like cunts making you feel like you're that yeah. tall absolutely <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know yeah, yeah yeah and like you know and working on your whole craft in general just yeah. as like a even like business signs of things like yeah there's so much to it and that's why music's really interesting or just art in general i, mm. I would say, say it's similar as like being an actor well, or a painter yeah. you've got to yeah. be a, you you become like almost like a politician or a representative of a brand yeah exactly and when you get super like famous with like traction and stuff you actually need to learn that communication like interpersonal skills yeah. more than anything and how, so how to just, deal mentally just, just with all the pressure don't buy a BMW don't buy a BMW <laughs> oh rest in peace triple X yeah see don't, triple don't, X don't post don't post a daily saying that someone's gonna kill you because you'll end up dead the next day <laughs> <laughs> like premonitions you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. But, yeah, um, that's crazy. You heard about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Y- you weren't a fan. I wasn't a fan either of Triple uh, X Tentacion, but look, then I learned about it. Look, he's gra- he's yeah. great, right? Yeah. Um, uh, look, a lot of these current, like, mumble rappers, let's put them under that um, yeah. umbrella. Um, although there is that element, right, where they are designed, or they're marketed and designed, they're doing well because they're pissing off the 15-year-old white girl's parents of this generation, right? Yeah. Um, you know, but there is some merit to a lot of their art. But at the same time, man, like people like Little Pump, I can see why they are so fucking, why they connect to people. Yeah. Partially because, like, when you're 15 years old or you're younger or you're trying to be really young, like, this hip hop will resonate with you, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's cool, it's new, no one, your parents mm. don't understand it. And it gives, because when you're 15, all of a sudden, I don't know if you guys had this, but your parents are fucking. Like, they shit you off so much, and their <laughs> advice is absolute bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't understand that they were right the whole way along until you learn to fucking grow up and pull your head in, and that yeah. you don't know everything. Right? Yeah. So, but when you're 15, like, you feel like you fucking do know everything. Yeah. And, you know, being able to make your own choices, as drastic as they are, are like that's really important to you so mm. that's why these kind of rappers and all that stuff it, it's tapping into that vein for sure but like that same insecurity that i felt when i was listening to slipknot and all that yeah. stuff you know it's the same thing but yeah. now it's carried on to rap yeah and now it's like it's it offends me sometimes oh yeah where it's yeah. like holy <laughs> shit that's the chorus yeah whole gang full of drug yeah. addicts that, yeah. See, yeah okay so 
it okay so from a marketing perspective it's yeah. brilliant right they're very handsome they've got so, they've got a punk style in itself they got right? face tattoos and red yeah. dreadlocks that's that's you know? that's like, yeah. that's punk like fully it's it is. fully punk right like trippy red and all yeah, those guys all that stuff they've yeah. all got the same marketing campaign it's probably they're all probably from the same fuck they've got the same people puppeteers in the background they've all <gasps> they've they've all got the uh but like in a way they the might see thing. someone like a lot of the time it happens like someone might post a youtube video and this is kind of like a little pump in a way like he just never rapped or did any music before and uploads one thing on soundcloud and it blows up yeah and it's it's really hard to believe that like yeah no nah, i don't know if that there's happened big, mate. i think there's big money behind these guys there's, and they're there's trying there's to make fucking it epic shit on soundcloud that's only got a thousand plays and i'm talking like because i'm pretty picky yeah you know and i love thinking about this stuff there's some amazing stuff on SoundCloud that gets nothing. So it's like, hmm, yeah. you know, it's it's hard to believe this kind of stuff. But when I hear Little Pump singing, like literally his last song, Drug Addicts, yeah. I get it from a marketing perspective. It's dope. He's a good-looking young bloke. He's got the face tats. All the boxes are ticked, right? Charlie then, Sheen's got in Charlie the video. Sheen. <laughs> yeah. literally, Charlie I'm, Sheen's literally in the video. I'm yeah. re- it's really difficult to tell now. Like I don't know whether he's being sarcastic yeah. or whether he is genuinely uh, promoting drug use day in, day out. And mm. there are so many young kids hearing this, like, and seeing the epidemic that's going on already. Yeah. You know, so, like... So There's many a fucking kids kid are, called yeah. Little Zan, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And he's, like, 16, 17. I don't know yeah. if he's 18 yet. Yeah. He's got face tats already. Little white kid. Like, drugs like are not fucking yeah. good on a day-to-day basis. They're not even good on a week-to-week basis. Huh? I don't yeah. give a fuck who you are. Mm. Like, uh, and this is a... Uh, sorry for, like, rambling so much, but I do have some things to get off my chest. <laughs> That's good. But, like, um, man, the the epidemic of mental illness at the moment, right? I've had so many times in my life where I genuinely believe that I'm fucking bipolar or ADD or this or that. The only time when I've, like, look, I'm, a, I'm eccentric to some degree. Right, but not to the point where it's just like you can't have him in the room. Like I have friends yeah. like that, and it's just like, oh, can I? don't bring him around. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's, what's, they're an acquired taste. But what's that? Um, I don't not disease, but that thing where when someone hears of like a disease or something, they think they have hypochondria. It. Hypochondria. Yeah, it feel like I always find because there's so much you get so much um uh I don't know, not promotion, but you get so much influx of information. Yeah, let's say about these certain things, where it almost feels like they're creating hyper. Why? Why do you hyper- think that is? I don't know. Okay, why do you think most things that are mass marketed are, are created or presented and thrown at your face for someone else to make money? Well, exactly. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's the same way. Like, no offense. Like, I love everybody, no matter like like on face value. I love everyone. If you're if you're going to be a cunt and you're transgender, you can go fuck yourself, you <laughs> tranny. But if you're a nice person. <laughs> You know, like, that's going to become a thing to, like, dig at. But, right, if you're a nice person, yeah. you're a fucking, like, go, you go girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I truly don't care. But at the same time, I'm, I'm quite worried about these certain things because the whole transgender movement is making a fuck load of money for the surgeons that do it. Mm. And it's just like, you know, that's why this shit, like, as it trickles down to the, to the populace, right, that's com- it's coming from fucking marketing hmm. right so I, I, unfortunately there, man you can google and there's fuckloads of accounts of people that have detransitioned because it didn't help 
right? So yeah. it's some form of like mental struggle that you need to understand that, man, you're fucking dope the way you are. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you might be a guy that's a bit feminine and like at the end of the day, these traits that you're changing on the outside, you're never going to like, well, for the foreseeable future, you're not going to be able to have a child. You're never going to know what it's like to be a girl getting her first period and feeling embarrassed, right? You're never going to know that, but you are going to know what it's like on an external thing. If you if you can like do it really well and you look mm. like a fucking hot woman and there's yeah. heaps of them that do it, mm. right? this is in particular to man to female, yeah. male to female, um, you know, like, well done, but it is a man-made marketing thing. Like, high heels. It's funny because I listen to our favourite 96 FM. Okay. And they actually, they talk a lot about how younger kids, like, especially in, in primary, like primary school, like, young kids are being taught about transgender. Yeah. And almost, like, to me, it feels like that sudden it's confusing kids too young. Right. Yeah. And yeah. could mm-hmm. that be, is that something, like, in the education thing where they're trying to... This is yeah. This grab is, grab kids at a younger age. In some would marketing say, term, some right. would say it's part of a deception to basically break yeah. up the family unit. To, well, to, look the a, as a broader thing. the flip side of that being is that like the good side of that is that it's bringing it out in the open and trying to make it more acceptable to, mm-hmm. to pe- for people to come out and go, hey, you know what? This is how I'm feeling. Rah, yeah. rah. So that's a good side of it. But I tend to agree with the fact that as soon as something comes out, as soon as anyone says anything and, and it becomes sort of popular in the mainstream, there's always someone that's trying to cash in on it or, or use yep. that movement yeah. for their own agenda and their own things. And I'm not saying everybody is. I'm just saying, like, this is a, like, hugely complicated issue, yeah. you know, like... Mm. But if, if a kid, like a five-year-old kid, is running around dressing up in, in, in their mum's clothes... I used to do you it. Don't, you don't sit down and talk about transgender with them. You just let them have their I used to. Fun. I used to fucking yeah. do it, man. Mm. And when this transgender shit started coming out, all of a sudden I started feeling like, oh, maybe, like, would I make a hot chick? You know, and and you know, I would. To be honest, maybe. So we're gonna we're gonna get back to that, like to the mental illness thing, like on that, right? Because I feel like in in a way, uh, there there must be a high percentage of people that doing the transition that are very susceptible to marketing and manipulation Mm -hmm. and like the 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 shining green grass on the other side, you know. Mm. Um, But yeah, in that sense, like from when I was young, the whole thing to talk about was ADHD. So I was thrown on amphetamines. like for most of my life and you know like i'm not add right i might be lazy sometimes if i eat fucking really unhealthy food i'll be very moody like just to start with Mm. and this gets to my point it's like if anyone's listening and they're going to a psychiatrist i've been through them many times in my life the first time i've ever felt truly content which is today and very healthy and happy was when I took it upon myself to, like, smarten up and realise, no, you're just fucking making excuses for yourself. Like, if if you feel that you're, like, looking at the camera, if you feel like you're fucking bipolar or you're emotionally unstable and you're seeing a therapist that mum and dad pays for, think about what you're putting into your body. Drugs, right? Okay, so if you're taking fucking pills, like like most of the people that I know that are, that have these problems, okay, there are people with genuine fucking permanent mental issues, right? A lot of the time that comes from a lack of oxygen in their childbirth or um, a trauma to the head, right? Mm. Um, and you can fucking tell the difference between someone that hasn't got their emotions in check and, and are a little bit fucked from these drugs. The chemicals are going crazy. Give yourself six months sober... And then come to me and tell me that you're fucking still 
mentally ill yeah. because it's a massive epidemic at the moment that doctors mm-hmm. are making a fucking killing from uh, oh, and I've yeah. been I've been prescribed these things Ben can you run for parliament like no, can you no, no, no I definitely will not <laughs> that was, no that was fucking like no but, but that's the truth right okay so look you can enjoy your drugs all you like okay but be aware of the consequences you're probably going to be a bit emotionally <laughs> unstable even if you take one pill you're probably going to be weirdly emotionally unstable or thinking a little bit left of center for a good month you know, mm-hmm. like until your brain has some time to fucking heal. Like if you're smoking pot all the time and it, like you're feeling like a little bit thing, give that a go for six months off just fucking anything. Mm. Right. Be be aware that you're not mentally ill permanently. Mm. Right. Some people are. And you can fucking tell the difference, man. Yeah. You yeah. can tell when someone is mentally fucked or someone that is just not really mm. mature. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and they're outdoing themselves with chemical interaction. I'm just going to say something now. Yeah, and it might be a bit controversial, but right, go for it. Do you know when you when I see a man that has transitioned into a mm-hmm. woman? Yeah, I'll call you a woman. I'll call you whatever you want. Yeah, but in my heart, you know, you know the difference. You're not a woman. Okay, so that that's right. That's and true. but people will fucking kill, kill you, you for, for saying it. that. <laughs> In that yeah. same way, that is being marketed over the top tolerance, no matter how ridiculous yes. and, and unscientific, <laughs> unscientific yeah. fact, it's not true. But the, the, we're being told to exactly. There's no bearing on the respect that I give you. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Yeah, you're a man. And see, that's the thing. If my if one of my best friends, if one of my best friends who I love to death, mm. right? You know that when you're close, like the closer you are with a friend, the more you're going to pull each pull the piss out of each other for your differences. Mm. I'll, I'll say arigato every time I see you because <laughs> I love you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't give yeah. a fuck whether you're Asian or not. Yeah. But that's a funny difference, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. We all have differences, and understanding like how funny they are, and and it's cool. It's absolutely fine. But this is why there's a massive segregation is that divide and conquer shit mm, right yeah by making these differences like massive like almost like they're huge walls with barbed fucking wire mm. between these people and you can't you can't acknowledge like yeah. fact anymore you can't. that's actually the it's it's counterproductive exactly. when it comes to equality you know what i mean like, i'm well, the, 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 equality the whole argument on equality whether it's transgender feminism all this shit it starts to get fucking scary yeah, it really, people get yeah. fucking yeah. It really like does. Fucking angry. And at the end of the yes. day, it's it. That is not. That's not <laughs> equality. Like I said, yeah. on face value, right? Mm. This is. I think in general, the, the, the best law should be everyone deserves equal love and opportunity yeah. on face value, right? On face value. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to see you and go, oh, there's an Asian guy. He can't get this job or he's going to get paid less or whatever. If you're a shit worker, I'm going to pay you less. If your interview is fucking shit, Mm. I'm going to pay you less. You know, if you don't negotiate and show that you've got some balls and you know what's going on, Mm. you're going to get paid less. Because there's the egalitarian feminism, which is that core foundation of, you know, equality. Mm -hmm. But then there's there's this third wave coming now where they're just militant and they're just out to start arguing. Domination. Like, there's a difference. And so they get dopamine from that. Exactly. Isn't that weird? Because I think the real real feminists are quiet. Mm -hmm. Right. The ones yelling... Right. You know, making the most noise. Yeah, but that's they're on, just making noise. That's, that's just the times we're living in as well. On every issue, is that yeah, everybody is like too far to the left or too far to the right, mm. and they're just shouting to be heard these days. Exactly. Like, nobody wants to sit down and have a civil conversation anymore. It's all 
my way or the highway yelling yeah. slogans yeah. and it's just like it's, it's everybody about, just take a chill pill calm down let's totally. talk about yeah. this like, you know. it's all about tolerance till yeah. you disagree with someone yeah. like what the fuck are you talking about I, there's, uh, there's yeah. you know racial tolerance there's diversity you hear that word a lot now diversity yeah and it's like yeah that's because they want all of us to be fucking slaves yeah. I just want to yeah. say yeah. that you know, if, they if, want everyone under the umbrella mm-hmm. everybody if, black white trans everybody gets to be a slave now yeah. like, if we've had if we've had any female listeners we've just lost all of them no no <laughs> No, so it isn't that, man, because there are a fuckload of dope, like, just normal people. Because I know, I know my, like, what's in my heart is true. And I'm going to blow your mind right now. Do you know Bruce Jenner? Yeah. Who is now... Caitlyn? Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know she is against gay marriage? Yeah, say... Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, what are you going to tell fucking her? You're going to you're going to throw her under the ro- like you're going to like crucify her? Yeah. No, cuz she's trans. Okay, so she gets but, a free pass. Okay, now. but no, no that's fuck? saying so no. so Bruce Jenner was a dude. Yeah. That became a chick. Yeah. He's against gay marriage. Yep. Yeah. So if he if she marries a dude is that a gay- <laughs> I so think I've just worked out. I just come up with the funniest yeah. joke. Yeah. Like <laughs> Bruce Jenner was that against gay marriage but he was gay so it's like fuck the only way that I can get away with this <laughs> it's not gay marriage I'm a woman <laughs> now like I just want to preface we're not making fun of no absolutely these are not fucking I'm jokes. making fun of okay, okay look John, we're, Johnny's we're, making fun it's his birthday he doesn't yeah look we are making fun of the ridiculous it's, it's in the same sense of South Park right exactly South Park are amazing because it's never coming from a place of hate, right? Not one of us in this room is hateful. Like, is hateful. You can f- you can feel it, but this mm. is, it's just fact, okay? Mm. Like, it's really upsetting and sad, but it's also easy because it's marketed to be oversensitive and like you're either for us or against us, right? Yeah. There's it's very black and white now. There's there is no middle ground, and no. it's it's kind of shunned upon. Like they call them fence sitters these days when yeah. people sit on the yeah. fence, and it's yeah. actually shunned. Isn't that interesting? It's weird because. It's like, it's like, the world is balanced when you well, really think about no, it. No, but uh, <laughs> what, it, what is a, an offence setter is what? An agnostic. So you've got a, a Christian and an atheist, yeah. and then you've got an agnostic. An agnostic. And that's almost get- say, yeah, it's saying the same thing. That's a fence sitter. Mm. I'm an agnostic. I, yeah, I, same, I'm yeah. agnostic. Yeah. Mm. Like if, if a figure suddenly just appeared and was standing there. You would go, I, I you'd go, go yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. But, see, but it's almost saying that you're not allowed to, you have to decide whether. There is someone there or not. Yeah. Or you hear a lot like they go, oh, well, you've chosen a side if you're sitting on the fence. That is a side. You're not doing anything. Isn't that so weird? It's like, like, and it comes down to science and thank God for acid for me. I've started to, I've started to like, have you done acid before? No, no. Really? No. How are all these like really interesting, (laughs) cool looking hard cunts? Not... Not hard cunts. You guys look t- like I would not want to ro- like walk down an alleyway and see you guys there because I feel like these cunts know about the universe. Yeah. These cunts are gonna roll me, <laughs> and like, I'm here like with my little denim shirt. Yeah, like, yeah. hi guys, hi guys. <laughs> like, well, we're not anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but like, um, yeah, I completely forgot what I, 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 I hope no one gets offended at that But we're just exploring shit You but should be able that, to that is, exa- that is the problem, right? It, it, considering, like you were saying, exploring the universe with The blood moon planetary alignment I'm just going to fucking deviate it 
Really? You guys, you said, Ben, you said you saw the blood moon the other I did, night. I did. I rolled over. Mm-hmm. I, last night, I set my alarm, or this morning rather, set my alarm and uh, for like four. I fell asleep at night? three. No. Mm. And I, I just ro- like, It was it. right out my window. Yeah. I knew because I know the moon path and it goes straight down my window so I can just see it out of my bed. So it's yeah. pretty cool. I just rolled over because I've seen a blood moon before. Like when I used to take photos, I've seen it on my camera, but yeah. I rolled over, saw it and I went, Oh yeah, cool. Went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, in its totality. But yeah. the the apparently the um significant thing about it was there were five planets all lined up at the same time. At, uh, oh, <coughs> Saturn, well. Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, mm. Venus, and I think Mercury. They're maybe? all in retrograde. From my yeah. spiritual they listeners, all, they all lined up like as in their orbits yeah. at the same time as that blood moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of this weird bloody blood blood happening. Yeah. Well, no, I reckon we're just at that, that time in the universe where all that shit starts to happen. So, Bre- Brendan or Brandon? Brendan. Brendan. Um, what was your last point? You did say something like this happens, and it never happened before weed, actually, to be honest, where you lose, <laughs> where you lose like what you were saying. <laughs> You can't remember either, can you? I have you? no idea. What what point? Like, how long ago? What were we talking about? It was, at the it time? was like the last. Point you you, you were asking about. Brendan if he did acid before. You asked me about acid, okay. and I was like, no. Okay. And I said I wasn't going to roll you. Nah, see, but uh, it was before not now. Parking lot after now. I mean, but, yeah, watch yourself, Benno. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking about like thanks as of like my uh, science view on things, right? Okay. Oh yeah, there we go. I'm back. Okay, okay. so when you're doing a scientific experiment. It's an experiment, usually. Life is an experiment. The, the whole, Our whole existence is an experiment. There's no real right or wrong until something is proven. You know, if I bounce a ball, it's going to bounce back up. And if it doesn't, then we've got something fucking really confusing going on. And then I'm back to agnostic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But um, the thing is, with a scientific experiment, you're meant to be agnostic. A lot of the time, the experimentation is you don't know what the outcome mm. is going to be. Yeah. Right? So... It's yeah. very unscientific, like to to be so polarizing. Yeah, you know, well, and, and these conversations exactly should not be black and white. And if if you have a listener that's being hurt or offended by this, I I urge you to look into yourself and understand why this is firing you up, because this is a room filled with like love. There's no like violence or like hatred to anything, right? But just understand that throughout life. You're going to learn and change and certain things are just going to blow your fucking mind, right? And we, we attach ourselves to certain ideologies because of an emotional reason, right? And you need to get to the bottom of that, which is why is that blocking you and making you feel hatred for fucking information? Yeah. I think yeah. people cling to ideologies because it's easier to do. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And like... I often, and I think I had this discussion when you've you got a good voice, them. man. I thank you, it's, dude. It's, <laughs> it's a, really weird because I don't have the headphones on. So no, it sounds amazing. amazing. It's a it's a tight voice. It sounds man. amazing. No, no, he's, he's a vocalist. He knows how to talk. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, but what was I saying? Yeah. So I've said this to you before, Phoenix. That like I think like just to go sort of slightly off subject. I think you can sort of relate, like, religion. And, like, if you if you you know have faith or whatever, that's more power to you or whatever. But I think people belong to religions for the same reason as people join gangs and, and, and other crazy, you know, organizations or whatever. It's for that sense of belonging and a sense of purpose, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, see, I'm, I'm agnostic. 
like I got told that years ago like because I've always just been like you know I'm just gonna live my life and whatever you know because the way I figure it is that science can't prove or disprove the existence of a, a higher being right yeah and until such time that there is proof one way or another I'm just gonna live my life and be a good person not because I'm scared of some retribution from some higher power exactly but because it's you know just the right thing mm. to do just don't be a dick like yeah get rid of get rid of the you know what is it the seven commandments ten commandments ten commandments ten, ten. Yeah. Yeah. whatever get rid of the commandments just don't be a dick yeah like if you find yourself <laughs> at a choice in life and you're thinking am I a dick or not like you know you just Put, put that just, question to and yourself. And yeah. the funny thing is that's actually the number one rule when vid- visiting the Voodoo Lounge in Northbridge. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a dick. But anyway, really? like, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. You want to get in? They, they ask you, uh, you, do you know the rule? And you're like, uh, yeah, don't be a dick. You say that, you get into the Voodoo Lounge, no problems. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow, okay. But I, say, I just want to do it because it's weird because... Is the Voodoo the, Lounge a strip club? <coughs> yes. Strip yeah. Club. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> cool. A bit of Google trivia. The... The person who first theorized the Big Bang Theory, the creation of the universe, was a Belgian priest. No way. A priest, a man of faith, was the first person to theorize the creation of the universe through essentially a scientific method. Mm. No way. Man, he was, believes that's, that's cool. Was he the guy that believes that science is the way that God makes things happen? I don't actually remember his name. But it was a Belgian but it wasn't till Years later, there was... I can't remember the actual guy that, like, almost proved the Big Bang Theory. Or not, mm-hmm. I don't think it actually been proved yet. But it wasn't, like, Galileo or someone, like, afterwards okay. actually went into trying to discover or putting the, the science into it. Mm-hmm. But the actual theory first came from a priest. No wow. way. Crazy. That's he- fucking, yeah. yeah, the old heliocentrism. Mm-hmm. There you that's go. kind of like, that's, that's irony in a nutshell, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, mm. so, so that's really interesting. But then once again, you know, certain people get into these things for a sense of belonging and purpose. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was saying. You know, so I you shouldn't I'm, throw your like the the opportunity to expand your knowledge or your your horizons just because of your religion. You know. Yeah, yeah and see, but I, I kind of understand it. Like, I try to look at it from someone else's point of view. And, like, to belong to, like, a religion or a gang, right? Imagine, like, you know, you're born. And to be quite frank, life is terrifying, you know? Because, like, you know, to th- if you think you know what you're doing in life and, in, in, you know, you don't. Like, nobody knows what they're doing. And exactly. that's scary to, to admit that nobody knows what they're doing. We're all just trying to do the best we can, right? Mm. So, a lot of people go, no, no, here's a set of beliefs or yeah, ideas. A rule book. And, and just mm. go, this is what I'm going to do because it's easy. I don't have to think that way. But yeah. also because... Like, basically, people just feel lonely and they just want mm. acceptance to be part of the tribe sort of thing. So, you know, imagine if somebody came up to you and said, if you join this gang or this religion, not only will you have a sense of purpose, like, you know, if you join a gang, you know, you, you've got your brothers there and your sense of purpose is yeah. for the cause, you know. Yeah. You join a religion, your sense of purpose is doing the Lord's work. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Mm. And And also, you know, in these, you join a gang, and you've got that sense of brotherhood because it's all for one, like, you know, blood in, blood out. You know, everybody in that crew has your back. You join a religion, God has your back at all times, you know what I mean? Mm. So, it's like, I totally understand why people do that because if I could believe that, like, I'd love to think that we're all mm. here for a purpose, we're all here for a reason, and every day I'm here to do something that, you know, because we all need a sense of purpose. And I'd love to believe that there is a higher power or... or 
like a crew of people that have my back 24-7 yeah, no matter man. what I'm doing, you know? Well, speaking of joining gangs, the Church of Scientology in Belmont is open and they accept walk-ins. Oh, oh that's man. where I'm going next week, guys. <laughs> but but yeah. my point is that yeah. they're, all basically, they're all basically gangs and I get why people would, yeah. would join them. And, um, you know, and I'm not, you know, if that's your bag, I'm not having a go at you. I'm just saying that's my point of view. Uh, and I understand that because it's the same, you know, I'm in yeah. a band and, you know, I'm hoping for that sense of brotherhood and, and, and yeah. purpose yeah, exactly. as well. So, we're all yeah. searching for it. So, like, don't feel bad. Like, you know, like, just do what you got to do to get through the day and try not yeah, to exactly. hurt people along the way. You know yeah, what I'm exactly. saying? Yeah. Just be, be you, be yourself and just live your life and try not to fuck the place just up. don't be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't be a dick. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but it's exactly. like, because like, when a lot of science nowadays is actually almost going spiritual. Well, see, and, oh, yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. Um, Stephen. Like, and I love it. I always, I, I talk about this too much. This is where I become an old man because I repeat the same stories. Your age is when you <laughs> do that too. Don't but, worry um, about it. Like, I still remember going to a, a bookstore. Um, it must have been, I think it was in Claremont, and I picked up a Stephen Hawking's book, and uh, like Theory of the Universe or one of his like one of his big famous books. And I just, you know, the, the big thick books that you can't be fucked reading. So you skip to the end of it to read. And essentially, his last sentence after explaining the entire universe was, it just is. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, how much more, like, it's almost saying that out of all the science you can write and prove, there's still no answer. And the answer yeah. is almost just, like... It just is, yeah. Face. It just is. But yeah. I always think, like, yeah, like I keep saying, everything is and isn't at the same time. That's why, like, sometimes you might catch yourself, like, in life, or you'll see things, you're conscious and you're seeing a frame rate. But in between every frame, I think it's like roughly 60 frames per second we see. Like, so you're going like that and you'll see like little, oh, little s- still There's shot. pure nothing at the same time. That, that's what I think. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. But at, at a ra- it's like a strobe light at a rate yeah. of infinity. Mm. It's, it's like, equally is and equally isn't. It's like when you look at those fl- fluorescent lights and they're mm-hmm. just, you're not seeing it's like, a, it's a like persistent a heartbeat, light. It's you know? actually going on and off really quickly. Yeah. Like yeah. if there was yeah. a, a big bang, so to speak, instead of just this shrink and growth shrink and growth yeah you know like I don't, yeah. well the the argument if to just to, to define the big bang theory of what it is there's a lot of the matter before mind or mind before matter yeah like yeah, yeah the, so the big bang they can say yes the everything existed because two particles or one a single particle just exploded where did that like what is yeah. before that where did that particle come out if there was nothing how did it just appear yeah someone and that's, has that's almost just that's the same thing as saying that someone just appearing in the room right now yeah, yeah. Would, it's is there any science that could say why yeah a person yeah. would just appear so that's moment, that's like, that's what i i've been thinking lately all this spiritual stuff and supernatural things even when you think of stuff like harry potter i truly believe that in some realm or whatever like that might be real in 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 some sense, but mm. magic as we envision it is just the pure height of technology. As Ooh. as we Ooh. as we upgrade, holy Ooh. shit, that was heavy. No, but it's just like, <laughs> it's deep. We, okay, yeah. so what what's what's significant in you know you brought up, brought up Harry Potter, yeah, and what is a significant thing that we always hear about? We always hear stories about, yet has never ever ever been proven in life. Dragons. No, no, no. Well, not really. I mean, I thought you were going to say aliens. (laughs) Well, okay, dragons. Dragons aren't far off aliens. And now. I think they're closer to dinosaurs. Yeah. But see, I'm in the belief that dragons were kind of dinosaurs. 
Well, no, but well, that's where I think it came from. Like, yeah, yeah. if you look at the mythology behind it, it's, mm. you know. Yeah, but when, like, so I'm bringing it back because I, I was walking through the Sistine Chapel. I was walking through the Vatican fucking city. Mm-hmm. And almost all the artwork and all the sculptures and all the gold-plated shit, fucking dragons everywhere. That's mm. just because dragons yeah. kick ass. Like, <laughs> but, but where did it come from? They where are do they cool come looking. from? They are cool Why, looking. Like, how does this idea of a, a creature such as a dragon mm. exist? The if, there is, if there is no such evidence that it even exists well, why look, is it so prominent well, it's an aspect of, of your, your of your own mind well see the yeah serpent. that's the thing yeah. like well I mean how did the idea of like let's see once again where did the idea of Harry Potter and all that stuff come from I understand what you're saying right but see maybe like maybe they did exist here Maybe they exist, like sometimes with our imagination when we combine things. So that's what I'm saying. On some plane, maybe yeah. these worlds that we create, even like video game worlds and things like that, these stories are coming yeah. from somewhere that might actually will happen or like have happened or something, you know? It could be just our minds don't, our minds will create answers for us when we don't understand something. I mm-hmm. think it's just uh, our way of trying to understand things. Like, for example, the, what you're saying about dragons, right? And it's like, okay, so dinosaurs actually existed, right? If, if we accept that as true, like, you know, they found <laughs> if, fossils, if we ex- right? If we accept, if we accept that, that as true. Nah, you know? bro, the earth this is flat. This is flat. Earth, man. Flat earth, earth man. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs have been here for 4,000 years. What, do dinosaurs have curved feet, do they? No, it's a fisheye lens on the feet. But just say, just, you know, so dinosaurs actually existed, right? What's to say that in some fucking crazy-ass, like, medieval time or whatever it's like back in history some motherfucker just happened upon some sort of descendant of the dinosaurs saw it didn't fully get a good glimpse at it like you know the Loch Ness Monster style they see something go what is that and they don't get a glimpse at it and your mind sort of fills in the blanks yeah and, and it makes becomes like a, a Chinese whisper yeah type yeah thing. and then yeah. becomes yeah, yeah. thing you know these things are breathing fire and they're flying even though this guy was like yeah. you know and and you can't prove it one way or another and it's I think it's just our minds basically like you were saying before Filling our minds blanks. are blown every mm. day yeah. and it's just your mind's going fuck what is going on here it's like here? a game of Wheel of Fortune yeah. you only get some letters here's <laughs> the best I can do to piece it together you know it's yeah. kind of yeah. like um I think uh, Photoshop does it when you take something out of like the latest Photoshop or whatever and it sort of pieces together what it thinks the background would yes. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When well, you I do the healing it's... tool. Yeah. yeah, I think your mind is a bit like that. If it doesn't know what's going on, it just goes to the most logical thing. It can, yeah. it, it can yeah. sort of piece together I... from what you already know about the world. You yeah. Know? yeah, I don't know why. But that's, it's a, only, that's a great fucking analogy, man. Yeah. The Photoshop thing is but very it, it's, similar. It sparked, it suddenly sparked a memory. I'm, I'm, I'm just going back to being a fucking old man and remembering my fucking life because I don't know how much I got left. I feel um, like we're feeling... <laughs> way older yeah, prematurely so, dude yeah. no, no. chill out so what the, are you 34 today is it like, uh, no, no, dude my, but I feel so old I started yeah. feeling old at 25 I'm like what the fuck yeah. man? But, okay, okay here we go so when I was I must have been 8 years old my my granddad uh, so well past it then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my granddad from South Africa that I only ever met twice in my life he dropped a fucking bombshell on my head when I was must have been like eight years old. Ouch! And he said, and he, he explained this idea. He was a mathematician. He was a South African mathematician, uh, school teacher, and that. And he said how we live in the third dimension. We live in the third dimension. We live in the third dimension. No, in and his accent, you have to do the accent. Yeah. We live in the third dimension. We live in the third dimension, <laughs> and we can understand the second and the fir- I can't fucking do and it. the third. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all our yeah. South African listeners. But now, but he says how. We because we live in the third dimension, we can't perceive the fourth dimension. Yeah. But people in the fourth dimension can't perceive the fifth dimension. Yeah. But you can always perceive the dimensions below. 
So we we can see the first and the second dimension and the third, mm-hmm. but we can't see the fourth. Mm. Actually, um, that, sorry, that's but actually the PlayStation um, and <laughs> Xbox range are very opposite to that. I think if we take them, yeah. I think uh, they disagree with you, mate. They yeah. can't see those old generations. <laughs> but no, no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's always something that's like essentially been a baseline in my mind from as much as I can remember is this idea that there's there almost has to be more than what we actually can com- comprehend yeah, in our minds. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, look, yeah. If, yeah. if there is some deity, mm. deity, right? If there is some God, chances are there is some kind of conscious thing that might oversee or understand or observe what is going on with us, right? Every yeah. single one of us. If you think... Like, but once again, I feel like that is the absolute height of technology. Science. Mm. It's science and technology. You I, know? L- I love how you phrase that because there's a there's a there's quite a large, you know, population in the cons- conspiracy community that think a lot of the technology that we're discovering now is old shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> but the, like the days of Noah and shit in the Bible, that was the height of the, te- the technology. Yeah. So when you're talking about dragons and things like that, they could be avatars well, or okay, projections okay, okay, okay. I want to bring it in the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we're, wanna, we're literally repeating the same cycle. Can, can I just? Yeah. Can I, I, okay, I want to say, can we like almost have a timeout in a little bit? Um, what you, you need a pee? A smoke? Yeah, I need a pee. Have a smoke. You know, have a bit of break. Oh, it's but, a podcast. Yeah. You can stop yeah. and come back. Hey? But the um, like I. I, we, we went and saw Jurassic World the other day. Oh, the, I was at the one. premiere yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, thank you. You're in the presence of royalty. But, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was actually sitting down with my dad afterwards and talking about it because, like, we went for the, um, the, wait, Sorry, what was dinosaur, that? No, dinosaurs. <laughs> How long have dinosaurs lived on the planet? It, this is going back if dinosaur, dinosaurs were real. Yeah, 65 million years. Six, it? Like, 60 fucking million years dinosaurs have lived on this planet. Mm-hmm. And humans have been around for what? A thousand? Mm-hmm. couple thousand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we true. are fucked. To, to add to that, <laughs> did you know that every dynasty is about a thousand years? Really? So, yeah. Like, you know, like in the, back in the China, like in China, all, the, all those dynasties. Oh, yeah. They're about a thousand years old. This, yeah. Egypt, you know. Yeah. How long was Egypt? About a thousand years old. About right? Yeah. So, we're like a hundred years into tech. Not even. Maybe yeah. fifty. Yeah, yeah. So that's like we got another nine hundred years. We almost do not. The human race does almost not even register on the scale of the existence of this Earth. Yeah. If you want to take the scientific method, <laughs> which is pretty which accurate. Is, yeah, I would, <laughs> which I, is pretty accurate. I, I would, I would, I would say m- more or less that's yeah. pretty accurate. Yeah. I, but to think that we're a hunt, we're like ten percent into the timeline of this. This, cycle. this cycle yeah. is freaky. Yeah. The way I yeah. like to look at it is like, you know, we, we laugh at like, you know, when you're in school and you're learning about the dark ages and about how like medicine back then and people are like, oh, you got a headache, better drill a hole in your head to get the <laughs> demon out. I <laughs> love that yeah. though. That's the <laughs> best. It works. But how funny is that? Right? <laughs> what? How funny is it? We laugh at that, right? And in a hundred years time, they're going to be looking back on our times, laughing at the shit we're doing now. Exactly. Like, it's like you know, they'll be sitting there going, oh, look at these chumps. They were warring about fucking religion all yeah. over oil. And it's the same as when you look at your MySpace profile, man. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's the, the same sad, thing. The yeah. sad thing, and I hate to drop, put a fucking cloud over it, but I really don't think the human race is going to last as long 
as we think it is. I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, yeah, it's not a bad thing, but it's I not think, going I to. I think I honestly believe that the Earth would be a better place without the human race. Oh, fuck, and we, like, are, you know, the Matrix we are says disease. it perfectly. That <laughs> we, we are, are a fucking disease. We are a disease. <laughs> we're basically, yeah. 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 if the Earth is a, is a living organism, we're the cancer, and we're just spreading, killing the fucking thing. Yeah. But to get all So down, let's yeah. all go kill ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So you, you got that blade? Yeah. <laughs> a sufficiently sharpened blade? Or that? <laughs> oh. Just drink the Kool-Aid. All right, let's take a break. Let's have a breaky poo. Lovely. Time. That was a, a way to kick it. Ooh. <laughs> Woo.